At Cape Canaveral, two tiny astronauts, monkeys Abel and Baker, are readied for the first flight into outer space and safe return of Earth flight. Dressed in protective spacesuits and wired so that readings on their physiological reactions can be transmitted to the ground, the rhesus monkey and the much smaller squirrel monkey are secured in separate capsules in the nose cone of a Jupiter missile. The cone itself is in good shape after the fiery plunge through space. Abel and Baker are unspossed from their protective garb, and they prove sturdy little explorers indeed. Physically unharmed and in jolly good spirits, first creatures from outer space in all history. A man down in Texas heard Pat in the radio mention the fact that our two youngsters would like to have a dog. And believe it or not, the day before we left on this campaign trip, we got a message from the Union Station in Baltimore saying they had a package for it. You know what it was? It was a little cocker spaniel dog in a crate that he'd sent all the way from Texas. And our little girl, Tricia, the six-year-old, named it Checkers. And you know, the kids, like all kids, love the dog. And I just want to say this right now, that regardless of what they say about it, we're going to keep it. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten from... 19... Hey, everybody. We're doing it again. Welcome to the show. Hello. It happened one year. 1984. Mm. Not used to it. I was not used to it. No, it's still, no. still I would have it said out. 1967. It took me a good halfway through the first season, or the second season, where I didn't expect to say 1994. Yeah. I think it took until like episode 39 or 40. <laughs> like, we were well into it. And you were like, you know what? Really getting the swing of it. Yeah. yeah really, <laughs> really feels, getting the hang of these Really things. feels pretty natural now. Yeah. <laughs> but no, here we are, back in the 80s. The me decade? Or is that the 70s? I don't know. I feel like the 80s had like a... I think it was a me decade situation. We'll, we'll call it the, the 80s, yeah. Because <laughs> the 70s was the, like, please don't kill us in, in Vietnam. And the oh. 80s was now the me decade, where okay. I'm back from Vietnam and I'm ready to make and some money. About, it's about me. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's not officially the me decade, we'll just call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1984. Yeah. The uh, You you were a mere one-year-old child. I was. What do you remember about 1984? Nothing. Yeah. I don't no, remember much either. At all. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were five? I was four for most of it, and then yeah. five a little bit. The only thing I distinctly remember, I remember seeing Return of the Jedi in theaters in 83. Mm. So, like, I don't distinctly remember, but I remember doing it. Yeah. Uh, 84, I don't, having looked at the list of movies, I don't remember things that actually came out. Like, I don't remember seeing any of that in theaters, even though we watched a lot of those movies yeah. as kids. So. so you walked to the theater, and I walked for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> sure. At four, I was walking to the movie theater. <laughs> And, I you guess were, and you stumbled into the kitchen to get a beer. I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. Your dad was like, hey, could you go get me a uh, get me a high life? And you were like, ah! <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. Yeah, yeah. that seems like you. Yep. Uh, but you know what did happen in 1984? What? We lost a lot of pets. We did. <laughs> so usually we reserve an in-memoriam episode for the end of the season. Yeah. And odds are, whenever this season ends, two years from now, <laughs> we will probably end this season the same way. Yes. Uh, but right here, right at the beginning, right in the yeah. early days... We ran across just a couple of, like, wackadoo stories about yeah. uh, animals who died, famous animals who died in 1984. I feel like coming off of big topics, we also get these oddball little yeah. topics. And thus, the entire show is created. Exactly. It feels right. I think, uh, given the approach we're going to take, you can describe season three as a content sandwich with uh, in-memoriam bread. 
<laughs> so we're just going to keep doing it more. No, oh, it's the bread. The it's first the, one. It's oh, the, okay. It's the yeah. Unless we want to Big Mac it, and then like midway through. <laughs> Midway through, we'll find another another memoriam to do about whatever. Oh, no. So I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this on the spot. But what you should do is uh, we should get together and make up a, a Big Mac song <laughs> about different things we talk about on the podcast. Ooh, interesting. Something we do twice. Yeah. Something we do three times. Okay. Um, that will be complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could get, I guess you must have, you must have some friends who still work at McDonald's. Maybe they yep. could help out. They could jump in and, and banter around some topics <laughs> with the, uh, with our new Big Mac song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just a fun novelty thing. Yes. So, uh, just real quick, I wanted to start with, there's like, we're only going to cover three of them. Um, there was one that like originally was going to be the episode mm-hmm. or for a while, Sarah lobbied that it should be part of the first episode. Oh, I thought that was a great idea. Cause we thought, you know, the first episode with Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson stuff. And it was the idea of like, what's the biggest thing that happened? Yeah. Who's the biggest star of 84? Of, yeah. You know, whatever. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Obviously. And so we thought that, and then I was like, but I also want to do this, this animal who died, and Sarah's like, ooh, why don't we put that together? That'd be like the smallest thing we could do. I think that's a great idea. But I just felt like topic con- content-wise, we were, I thought, I just thought content-wise, we yeah. were going to end up with, you know, 40 minutes on Michael Jackson and three minutes yeah. on Jakarta Gym. Yeah. And I thought that that was just, I wouldn't know how to like do the ads for that, how to title it. I couldn't sure. figure out anything. So that's yeah. why I decided, let's just spin it off into its your, own episode. Your logic not to put them together is solid. Yeah. However, I would challenge the idea that we abide by any kind of rules that make sense. No, that's We true. put the dumbest <laughs> shit together. I will say that there was, when we did the, I don't remember what we ended up calling it, but I only called it the Sun Greats episode in season one. Yeah. We had an argument, not argument, we had a debate on the podcast about whether or not Sun Greats was a good thing to call it. And mm. I believe some of our other podcast friends chimed in and said that they like Sun Greats. Yeah. And I felt validated. So when we get to the end of this episode, listeners, what I want you to know is, would the third segment, the topic of the third segment, work with a Michael Jackson episode? I think it would have been great. Yeah, I just, I, I couldn't think through how to put it together. Yeah. And as the one that puts it together, I was just like, <laughs> I don't know how to do that's it. That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's really Which right. Which is why you have yeah. decision rights over that. So, uh but I then still be- think it would have worked. But then because of that, I thought, can we look up and find, were there any other famous animals who died? Because mm. the famous animals who die is not something that you no. just stumble across typically, even in kind of the heavy research that I tend to do leading into a season. Sure. And I just didn't run across it. I only ran across the Jakarta Gym story sort of by accident and haven't really been able to figure out. It must have been in a Time magazine or somewhere yeah. that isn't Googleable or searchable that yeah. way. So, but we did find some other stuff that I thought yeah. was pretty interesting. So maybe not exactly a household name, not a, even Jaca- even Jakarta Jim, I suppose. Isn't yeah. It? But there's a rhesus monkey named Miss Baker. Oh, Miss Baker. Does immediately, listeners, anyone recall who that might be? Do you have any idea who that is? I only know because you told me. I glancingly <laughs> told you who that yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I would not if you had said. Uh, there's an animal animal named Miss Baker that you might know. I would not have known what it was. If you had told me what Miss Baker did, I still could not have told you what kind of animal it was. Yeah, that's fair. So in the early space program in the 1950s, yep. uh, before we started just sh- uh, shooting human beings into the atmosphere, <laughs> which seems uh, crazy and dangerous, yeah, they would send some animals. And mm-hmm. so there's a, a good stretch of, of grim uh, astronomical history <laughs> oh, no. wherein dogs and monkeys and and other animals are sent into the atmosphere and they die sure. because this was the tr- it was a trial and error yep. that PETA did not enjoy <laughs> uh, but this was something that took place in the mid to late 50s yeah. so in 1959 they run across 
uh, a, a strategy to send uh, monkeys into space yeah. again. But this time the plan is to bring them back. Yeah. So they went and they did like they I I think it was um in Tampa they they acquired a bunch of rhesus monkeys sure. which are the little spidery monkeys. Yeah. And they there was one that had like a cool temperament. <laughs> so they're like. Let's grab That's that the one. one. <laughs> and they called that monkey Miss Baker. Huh. Uh, and then they found another monkey also yeah. um, uh, named Abel. So these names don't match yeah, up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were the first two animals that were sent to space that were safely returned. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, they were shot into the atmosphere in the Jupiter AM-18 rocket. Sure. Uh, and the, fu- the pictures are funny because when you they just put the monkeys in these little canisters <laughs> that had like <laughs> oxygen and stuff but they're strapped in like they weren't just free flying around this thing but apparently they had weightlessness for like nine minutes oh so there's God. just monkeys they're just like looking at each other or something i don't know like yeah this is this is cool i don't know not bad yeah from their own little canisters yeah yeah but uh but somehow they managed to like i forget when it re-enters they had parachutes or something and they <laughs> they managed to survive they didn't just crash into the water like oh, you know i pictured them with like little monkey backpacks yeah they have to pull a cord and you know there's like a, they're like the like lancelot link they're just like trained chimps you know hollywood chimps oh. um but the funny thing is this so again that was 1959 mm-hmm. we're doing a 1984 show oh my god uh the other monkey abel died four days after they got back oh, no. from a reaction to the anesthesia to like remove the yeah. things they had attached like because it was you know it was to see how cardiovascular yeah, yeah. and stuff they could they would manage yeah and he did not manage well apparently yeah. but they think it was the anesthesia they said yeah. you know they didn't that must have been hard to determine in right. 1959 in a, especially in a monkey yeah, yeah but that's it was it was at that time yeah. or something it was a, the, this course of events yeah. But Miss Baker lived. And I mean, lived well. I think you can make an argument that if Miss Baker didn't live as long as she did, we may not have gotten to space as quickly as we did. Because right. you, you, if they both die right away, you gotta yeah. wonder, like, is it the space thing? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, the first, the first person in space is 1961. The first American in space yeah. is 1961. I think the Russians were there a year early. The Russians had more success with their animals. Yeah. Like, in the early days, so this was these are actually the first two U.S. animals from to space that got back safely. Do you happen to know the name of the Russian dog that went to space? Oh, that's that famous dog. Um, We're gonna come back to it. Top of my head, I don't. Yeah, have don't that. worry about yeah, it. I got it for can't you. Can't remember. But like Miss Baker and Abel, this was a big story to the point they were on the cover of Life magazine. Amazing. In the summer of uh, the summer of 1959. That's cool. But yeah, Miss Baker was a very hardy uh, monkey knot, as they call, <laughs> and lived until 1984. <laughs> and when Miss Baker died, that was the oldest. They, from what they could tell, it was the oldest spider monkey age ever achieved oh in 1984. I don't know if that's been passed, but she was 27. Well, they must have been like really taking care of her, right? Right. She's living a yeah. sweet life. She was living at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center sure. in Huntsville, Alabama, <laughs> uh, where she was then buried in 1984. Yeah. And instead of uh, little pebbles or anything on their tombstone, people leave bananas. <laughs> That's wonderful. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, that's great. But yeah, Miss Baker died in uh, uh, in 1984. Well, we're just uh, on the path of uh, American pride. And uh, in the same year that we lost Miss Baker, sadly, we also lost Honors Foxfire Liberty Hume, mm. also known as Liberty, Gerald Ford's dog, oh. who was uh, a resident of the White House. Gerald Ford uh, acquired Liberty as, as a gift from his daughter mm. and uh, the White House photographer, who I can't tell how they were. But yeah. anyway, his last name was Hume, which is how the dog got the oh. last name. They related to Brit Hume? Isn't that a journalist? Uh, no. Oh. Dave Hume. Oh, Dave. What's his name? Like Dave Hume? What's his name? Like Dave Hume? Yeah. Allegedly. Okay. 
So, a uh, couple of interesting facts about Liberty. Mm. She, she was a golden retriever. She was born in 1974. Uh, her original name was Streaker. Oh, because uh, she, she wore, didn't wear pants. Yeah, she was a nudie, nudie puppy. Sure. And they uh, were like, we can't have Streaker Ford here that's, in the White House. Yeah, so That's going to raise eyebrows. Honors Foxfire Liberty Hume is what they went with. Which Pretty Republican. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. What, interesting things about Liberty, though, she had a litter of pups in the White House. Oh. She had like nine puppies. Right in the Lincoln bedroom. Yeah, right in the Lincoln bedroom. Yeah. And so there are all these pictures of like Gerald Ford and Betty Ford and I guess Susan, like with the, all these adorable gold, golden retriever puppies like on the lawn of the White House. Sure. Very cute. Ford trained her so that when he was in the Oval Office, he could like signal to her when he didn't want to be in a conversation anymore and she would walk over to whoever he was talking to. No. <laughs> it, bite she, them. she would not bite them. She would just like interrupt the conversation oh. and wag her tail and yeah. disrupt it. And yeah. so then Peeing he. Peeing on Kissinger's legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like we all should. <laughs> Oh my god, I follow, a, I shouldn't tell the story, I follow a Twitter account that is, is Henry Kissinger still alive? Yeah. And they always just tweet yes and a sad face. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's not good. Still going. Yeah, he's like a hundred now. He's so old. It's gross. He's so old. Yeah. I didn't actually remember this, but Liberty is apparently part of Gerald Ford's statue in Rapid City. Oh. I couldn't I'd picture have to look. the we statue. Have all the, we have but, all the pictures. Yeah, you know, have to look. Um, but Liberty's in that statue. Yeah. And then there was a famous story about Ford. Like It was like right when Liberty was about to have her pups. And they had someone who took care of Liberty and was her trainer. Whatever. But they were out of town. And so it was just the, the Fords with the dog. And so the dog would lick your face when uh, when she needed to go out. And so she woke Ford up at like 3 in the morning to go out. So he put on like good dog parent. Put on his robe. He put on slippers. He took her out. Got locked out. And then got <laughs> locked into a stairwell at Classic three in the morning Ford. and like theoretically there are people who should be watching this yeah and uh it took them a little while Ford's just knocking on windows like, yeah oh guys uh president here i'm stuck in the stairwell see this is i think where ford got the the reputation for being a buffoon uh, more so than just like you know yeah. he was an old football player yeah. and stuff but the only reason i even knew liberty existed was because i remember a Saturday Night live sketch from like early years where yeah. Chevy Chase was playing Ford and there was like a fake dog that was like there and that he would, he would talk to it as Liberty and he'd try to feed it but it's clearly fake. Like, that's the only reason I even knew. Oh. Yeah. He gave this speech like not long after they got the dog where he was telling this story about how when they got the dog from like a breeder in, in the area and when you, when you go in, especially when you get a dog from a breeder, you have to like like the breeder wants to know, is it going to go to a good home, whatever. And he told the story about how like they weren't allowed, Susan and and Dave Hume weren't allowed to say like it's the president's dog we're mm. getting this dog for the president and so they were like it's a middle-aged couple they've got four children and the breeder was like well what kind of house do they live in and they were like it's a big white house fenced in yard <laughs> don't worry about it and apparently the breeder asked like well what does he have a steady job <laughs> and Ford <laughs> makes a joke about like oh they didn't know how to answer that one which I thought was pretty funny <laughs> um, but then he goes into this whole thing about like needing to take care of the dog and, and brought it back to like, but that's what freedom is. Li- you Liberty comes with responsibilities. Oh my God. That was like a campaign line and sure. everybody clapped. And, yeah, and then he lost. Yeah, <laughs> and then he lost. It, yeah. Didn't, it didn't go well. Um, but the other thing I thought was fun is that when people would write in asking about Liberty, they would get like a form letter from Susan who was like, thank you for interest in our dog. And oh, they, like fans? Yeah. yeah. And they'd get that and then they'd get a picture of Ford and Liberty with a little paw print on it. <laughs> 
nice. is very cute. Yeah. Clearly um, the most uh, popular person in the Ford White House was that <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, Liberty, and Liberty lived until 1984. Allegedly, there was actually one account uh, that said she might have lived until 1986. Yeah. We're going to call it 1984, so she was 10 or 11 years yeah. old when she Most died. places I saw said 84, but it does seem like there's no exact yeah. date, which is, yeah. I mean, it's a pet, so it's yeah. hard to say. Uh, they kept one of her puppies. They gave the rest of them away, but, like, she just had puppies in the White House. That's, yeah. I think that's great. It's pretty wild. But... This led me to think about some of the other presidential pets that have existed. And nice. I, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Sure. And there was just some beautiful things happening. And yeah. so I want to bring you on a journey with me to learn about some interesting presidential pets. Love it. I'm not going to hit everybody. I'm yeah. just going to hit the things that are... Because, I mean, literally, if you look, yeah. especially in, like, the mid-1800s to the, like, early-ish 1900s, those presidents had, like... 50 pets. Like, sure. they just had every animal you could find. Some were good. But they just had all the random animals. I mean, right? there was a lot of southern hicks in that group. So, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. They're just, yeah. like, bringing, you know, exactly. any, any of, old animals. Yeah. Lots of animals. But you'll see some patterns, too. So, I'm going to start with Washington. Hmm. Uh, one of the the pets that he had that I liked the, the most is he got a donkey. Oh. From King Charles III of Spain. Oh. He named that donkey... Royal gift. Not a creative <laughs> oh, guy, Washington. George. But what is, where'd you get this dog? Oh, from uh, the royals. So it was a gift. Yeah. We'll just call it royal gift. I'm glad he never wrote, like, poetry. <laughs> yeah, right. He also had a greyhound named Cornwallis. Oh. Which I thought was funny. Good. Uh, John Adams had a dog named Satan. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a little, a little, uh, a little uncomfortable. Uh, Jefferson had mockingbirds. He had four of them. Yeah. But his fifth. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, you were. were we just singing that song? Well, for you YouTube? were for some yeah, reason. Yeah. Um, so he had four mockingbirds. His favorite one was just a mockingbird named Dick. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, like, why would you name? Anyway. Yeah. Similarly, not that creative. Not considering that creative. he was the smartest man who ever lived or <laughs> yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah. James Madison had a parrot named Polly. And oh. I, I don't know this, but I assume that's where that came that from. That's where that came from. Yeah. Sure. Uh, JQA uh, had uh, silkworms. <laughs> I don't know. If that's pets. He was he was con- afflicted with this after eating yeah. eating un- undercooked pork. You don't get conflicted with silkworms, but like they would, he would use his wife would use the silk and like make oh. things, and so he had silkworms. Yeah. How do you um, keep silkworms? They stay in jars. You keep them around the house. I don't. I, I don't. You don't, I don't see. Know. I don't think I've ever Trees, met anybody. Milkweed is that silkworms? Ooh, I have I don't not. Know. Yet. Anyway, be. you're thinking uh, of silkwood, the the Karen silkwood. Yeah, that's... The, Miller, the Meryl Streep film. That's definitely what I'm thinking <laughs> Sure. 1983. Uh, 100%. Uh, there was also a rumor that he had a crocodile that Ooh. he kept in, like, a room in the White House that belonged to the Marquis de Lafayette. <laughs> we can't prove that one, but that's... It's got Lafayette's alligator yeah, just yeah. in a room? Yeah, crocodile. Like, oh, my yeah. God. They're different. Yeah. Andrew Jackson also had a parrot named Polly, mm. but the what I thought was interesting about this parrot is that it went to his funeral mm. uh, and had to be removed because it was swearing too much. <laughs> That actually makes a lot of sense. Right. Considering who Andrew Jackson was as a human being. Yeah. 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 We're going to go to Lincoln. We're not okay. going to go through a lot of Lincoln uh, pets. Yeah. Suck it, Franklin Pierce. <laughs> but I do want to talk about, and I, I skipped Millard Fillmore as well. Yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about that he had a turkey named Jack, oh. who was supposed to be Thanksgiving dinner, and like his kid was like, please don't kill that oh. turkey, and so they kept it and named it Jack. Is this where the pardoning turkeys came from? Uh, I don't think so. No. Um, this was just Lincoln's pal? Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't actually know. Yeah, there's fair. There are, there's a... A journalist who works for NPR, who's in the politics podcast that I listen to all the time, who is, like, obsessed with the turkey pardon. And, like, the ritual really infuriates him. But he has written many stories on the history of the turkey pardon. Hmm. I don't give a shit about the turkey pardon, so I've never read any of them. But there's apparently out there. But he also had a dog named Fido, which is where Fido came from, is, like, a dog name. Okay. Um, 
after Lincoln's assassination, a drunk murdered Fido with Jesus. a knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was his name like Dave Wilkes Booth? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> we can't be letting this dog live. Yeah. All, all the Lincolns have to go. Over it. Okay, so Ulysses S. Grant had a pet horse that he acquired because on the streets of D.C. he challenged some guy to some kind of race. I don't actually know <laughs> like what. A foot race. <laughs> I don't know what vehicle Grant was in, oh. but the guy, this horse, was pulling a cart, oh. and Grant lost the race, so he got the horse. Oh. I don't know how that worked. The guy was trying to unload a horse. Yeah, is what maybe. It sounded like. yeah. yeah, but it was like a. It had like racing history. Oh, okay. Um, what's the Her- word? A lineage. Heritage. Yeah, yeah, yeah racing lineage, and uh, he got that horse. Benjamin Harrison mm. had two possums that okay. he named Mr. Reciprocity and Mr. Protection Jeez. because those are two pillars of the Republican platform. God, he's like J. Alfred Proofrock. He's, <laughs> he's goddamn dorks. My God. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt had many insane pets, mm. as I think it is yeah, known. Makes sense. I just wanted to call out the fact that he had a lizard that he named Bill the Lizard. <laughs> um, sure. And he had a garter stake named Emily Spinach. No. So I just wanted to... After his best gal. Yeah. 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 Emily Spinach. Yeah. Um, I think his daughter named it. Emily Spinach would be a pretty good, like, kid's book name, right? Like, it'd be yeah. like, The Adventures of Emily yeah. Spinach. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the parents push it on their kids to be like, look at what, how great spinach is. Like, <laughs> Don't say it. The listeners will steal our ideas. God, I gotta put that one in the vault. <laughs> Copyright uh, Joe 2023. <laughs> if any of you release Emily Spinach books, we're gonna be real mad. Sons of bitches. <laughs> All right. We're almost done with this, but Coolidge Ooh. had a ton of animals. Silent cow. More than you would expect, because he was like supposedly but he had so many animals yeah. so i'm just gonna call out uh he had a dog named calamity jane oh okay he had a boston terrier named boston beans which i thought <laughs> sure. was pretty cute he had a, and this is my favorite part of this uh, oh well he had a donkey named ebenezer okay he had lion cubs from south africa and taking a cue from benjamin harrison he named them tax reduction and budget bureau <laughs> Jeez. It's a true story. Where was he keeping lions at the uh, at the White House? <laughs> I think whenever uh, uh, presidents get these really exotic animals, which are mostly gifts from yeah, yeah. countries around the world, they usually donate them to the zoo. That checks out. Um, it didn't say that he donated the cubs, but I yeah. assume he donated the cubs. But this was my other favorite. They had, much like a Jack the Turkey situation, they had a, <laughs> a Thanksgiving dinner where they were going to eat a raccoon. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, one of the children saved the raccoon. Where's Coolidge from? Vermont? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes some sense. They eat this raccoon. Yeah. Uh, so they kept it. They named it Bessie. Mm. And then they got Bessie a companion because they thought you need a friend. Sure. They named that raccoon Reuben. <laughs> but pretty soon after they acquired Reuben, Reuben escaped and they never found him. Oh, no. <laughs> Reuben lives to this day. He lives to this day. <laughs> Reuben lives! <laughs> Uh, Hoover also had a possum that Jeez, he named real, Billy, real Billy popular Possum. In the I didn't 20s, know that was a thing. Yeah. And then we start to get into uh, pets you know. Sure. So we're, we're going to, you can't have a. It's funny where the cutoff is, yeah. right? That it's just FDR onward, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've heard of none of these other animals. Yeah. Famous pets back through history. No you know, idea. Bill the donkey or whatever. And what was what was Washington's uh, pet? It was like uh, my pet. Royal, royal gift. Royal gift. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Pet. Yeah. <laughs> this is my dog, Doug. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, though. There's nothing wrong with naming a, an animal after the animal it actually is. Because you had a dog named Puppy. Sure did. Yeah. Um, it's like Holly Golightly's cat named Cat. It's just sad. <laughs> 
It was great. It was adorable. Yeah. Um, okay, of course, we all know FDR had Fala. Yeah. Uh, FDR also had a, several other dogs. I'm not going to name them. Fala's the star. Fala's the star, yeah. yeah. Fala's, like, buried with them. Yeah. Yeah. The the, F, the Roosevelt Monument in D.C., Fala is very prominently yes. a yes. statue there yes. as well. So. Coming back to the question I asked you earlier... JFK, who also had a lot of animals. He had young kids, so I think yeah, people yeah. just gave him animals. Um, he had a dog named Pushinka oh. that was a gift from Khrushchev oh. that was a puppy of Strelka, the Russian oh, space dog. Okay. So he had that, uh, that puppy. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, Nixon had checkers. Checkers. Who we do enjoy. The checkers speech and the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, the checkers the- speech is a famous moment in history. Exactly. Yeah. Carter had a f- some animals... But I did want to call out the slightly racist name oh, of no. their Siamese cat named Misty Malarkey Yin Yang. Mm, yeah, it's a little. That's yeah. It's a Siamese cat. Yeah, it wasn't a, a gift. It doesn't feel great. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, and then we roll into the animals we know. We had H.W. with Millie. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton had Socks and Buddy. Yep. Uh, Obama had Bo and Sonny. Yep. Biden had a champ who died. Oh, champ. R.I.P. Champ. Champ was the best. Uh, Major who could not handle the pressure. Right. And got ejected <laughs> from yeah, the White House. Cracked. And Commander. He also had a cat whose name I didn't write down, but who apparently sleeps on his face. <laughs> Sleeps on Biden's face? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No wonder he's using a CPAP machine now. He's such an old man. <laughs> he's got cats sleeping on his face, and he's got marks from masks and stuff. I did want to call out that there are only two presidents who, on the Wikipedia page, are listed as having no pets. Mm. The first one is Andrew Jackson. But even that caveats that he probably fed the mice that lived in the White House. Okay. And then, of course, the second is Trump, yeah. who had no pets at all. Because nothing loves Trump. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He had that eagle that attacked him that time. That's the closest... <laughs> Closest thing to a pet oh, he ever the had. Greatest, the greatest. The greatest. The oh. greatest. Oh. That is a lot of uh, a lot of deep fun right yeah. there. A lot of good information. Yeah. 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 I I don't remember. So Rapid City in South Dakota has weirdly statues of all the presidents yeah. on it's like so all cool. of the street corners. It's a little town. Yeah. But when we were there ten years ago. Oh, at least. Yeah, because it was before Obama. Yeah. Had, I think they do statues when in they're the, done in the years after they're out of yeah. the office. And when we were there, he wasn't there yet. So, like, but we went around, because this is who we are, yeah. going to graves and such. And we took pictures with every one every of those statues. So yeah. that's, like, 41, 42 And pictures. I believe we took those pictures in order. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like, they're in order, sort yeah, yeah. of, in, like, a little path. But yeah. we did, and then we were taking, like, selfies with them and stuff. Yep. So we, we really managed uh, pretty well yeah. with the uh, Rapid City pictures. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are, it's an amazing set of pictures. That was so much fun. Yeah, it that's was, a weird place, because yeah. it's, like, near, the reason we were there is because we were near, it's near Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Which is in Custer, I want to say, right? I think that's right. And that's, like, the next biggest city right there. Yeah. So we stayed in Rapid City for a couple yeah. days. But, yeah, that was a wild trip. But, like, when we discovered that, we were like, well, that's amazing. Like, <laughs> that's Mount Rushmore, it. this, Deadwood, you know, the Devil's Tower. That was the yeah, whole trip. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah. Rapid City is so cute that I had a friend who, like, tried to write a book. And she just, like, went to Rapid City for, like, two months. So she was a little crazy. So when I went, she was like, oh, my God. Like, you're going to love it. And I liked it quite yeah, a yeah. bit. But, yeah. I mean, I she was talking about it like it was Paris. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just an odd thing to have there. Like, I guess it's oh. there because of Mount Rushmore. Yeah. But... It still is just a like a little South Dakota town. Yeah. Like little mountain it's a, town. It's a so. cute little quirk. Yeah. I like it. So, to wrap up, yeah. the reason for this episode, yes. somewhere along the way I ran into the story of Jakarta Jim. Yep. Now, Jakarta Jim was the first orangutan in Kansas. That's basically his, <laughs> his initial claim to fame. That's it. Can't, the Topeka they... Zoo never had an orangutan before. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this is like none, this is the early, the late '60s, early '70s. But like Kansas City, oh, I guess that's in Missouri. Right. This so is it Topeka... really is like the first orangutan he's in list, the state. He's of Kansas. listed as the first orangutan in the state of Kansas. <laughs> 
And like that in and of itself is yeah. nothing. Like yeah. that's yeah, they have a zoo, and sure. I'm sure there's states that have still never had an orangutan <laughs> who don't have a significant zoo. Like, does, is the Cheyenne Zoo anything? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. Like they have a lot of animals out west, but come on, yeah. there's no native orangutans in America. It's just not a thing. <laughs> but Jakarta Jim's big claim to fame in this era is he just I, I guess the the zoo people gave him just stuff just to see what would happen. Yeah. And so he became an ultra modern abstract painter. <laughs> And Jakarta Jim would just paint. He'd use his feet. He'd use his mouth. He would just anything, just smearing stuff up. And so you're like, that's nothing. Like, you're just giving an animal. It yeah. doesn't know what it's doing. But like, if it knows to apply it to a canvas. Right. Like, After a point, it fits. You know, he was figuring it out. Yeah. Orangutans are smart. You yeah. Know? Like, you ever see those paint? There's like pictures of like raccoons yes. painting and stuff. Like, animals, I think, can figure this stuff out. Yeah. On the other hand, most animals don't win contests. Jakarta Jim was entered into the Conference of Kansas Recreation Park Association painting contest. Uh, and he was listed as D. James Orang. Uh, just, <laughs> and the zoo just submitted some of his paintings and he won the contest. <laughs> oh my god! And, this happened, and then after he wins, they tell him, oh hey, D. James Orang is Jakarta Jim, our orangutan. <laughs> And that's I can't even handle that story. The, the that's paintings a- were called Trains from Tokyo and Tornado. <laughs> and they look like nothing. They look like smears. But the <laughs> artists, the judges felt that they were really good. And so he won. It took place in That's Hutchinson, so Kansas wonderful. in 1971. I mean, what if you were one of the other people in that con? That must <laughs> you, have been humiliating. You can't feel good. Yeah. Right? You're standing on the podium and they bring the orangutan out. <laughs> You're and like, he, oh. And he gets the check or whatever. Like, they say the check was going to pay for, like, the other orangutan they were bringing to Kansas, Daisy. <laughs> so, that was it. That was, oh, my uh, God. Yeah. I'm so, like, you might have told me that, but I don't think you did before this episode, and I'm so glad that either I wasn't listening or you didn't tell me, and that is just a fantastic story. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a really small story. For whatever reason, Jakarta Jim doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. This was something I ran across. I'm thinking it must have been in Time or in, like, a a random New York Times article, but I can't find that where I actually found it. But he dies in 1984, so that's where this comes from. And so when I heard that, I was like, well, this is insane. That's amazing. This has to happen. Okay, so we had talked about this as, like, a biggest thing in 84, smallest story in 84 kind of thing, but Mm. how many contests did Michael Jackson even win? (laughs) He won some Grammys, but that's about it. I mean, (laughs) I would still say he was still competing against other humans, (laughs) so... (laughs) That's that's a levelish I mean, playing field. Jakarta Jim is punching above his weight. Whoa, like, that man! Is he impressive. just walked in and took care of business, <laughs> and he threw a banana peel on the ground and he walked out. Like, did not care. No, I thought this was incredible. Oh my God. Like, this was and like I think, and you can find stuff about it, but it is like this really little niche story that yeah. someone needs to make into a movie. Like, that's an incredible, an incredible tale of of uh, triumph. Holy shit! So I have never been one who thought that we should do a lot of merch mm. but we should sell t-shirts with jakarta Jim yeah. paintings on it right I think we probably could so i act, and then i actually looked at this because there is some this this does come back up a little bit in some recent stuff so there's all these um news stories lately did you see the thing that there was like court cases about monkeys that took their own pictures no. there was like, you ever, so if you google oh, yeah, like yeah. selfie monkeys yeah, and you yeah. see that picture but then there was some debate about oh, yeah. who actually owns the copyright yes. to that and so the guy who owned the camera and set it up claims it's him. Yeah. But he didn't take the picture. So, like, Peter, somebody was claiming it was the monkey, which is obviously crazy. Yeah. But, like, they had to go to court over this. Like, yeah, it, I do they, remember they that. Because they thought yeah. it was just free use. Like, yeah. because 
who's you know the monkey and so i thought the same thing like who owns because the, they still sell these paintings like he painted a lot of paintings <laughs> and they sell them in places like oh, you can shit. get them but I, it's the zoo owns them because yeah. you know he was a resident of the zoo and yeah. they gave him the, the supplies yeah but i thought it was interesting that like to this day like there that's where you'll see this still come up yeah is when now that we're in this era of like like ai they're kind of like who exactly owns the copyrights on ai yeah. like AI art or whatever is still pulling from real existing, existing art. art. yeah. And so, like, is it that or is it, like, whoever created the AI or whatever? Yep. And so as we continue in the future and you see this happen more and more, I think going back to these odd, like, animals creating art stories yeah. can at least sort of start to point a direction. Like, well, maybe it's that. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I really like the Jakarta Gym story. That's amazing. I think, I think that's That's just fun. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the ones we found. I mean, there's other, like, famous horses or, you know, yeah. other this and that. The yeah. old, world's oldest gorilla, I think, died in 1984 at the yeah. time. Well, I think that's now been passed. But yeah. that was what we had. So I'll say R.I.P. Jakarta Gym. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Liberty. Yeah. R.I.P. Was she married? Mrs. Baker? Ms. So Baker. So Miss Baker wasn't married originally. She was later married to Big George. <laughs> Uh, Big George died. Oh. Uh, because, again, she lived so long. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if she remarried after that. That we'll, was a ways down We'll just call her Ms. Baker. Ms. Baker. Let's yeah. be respectful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can... I don't know... I, I would assume... I don't know what they do with, with zoo animals when they die, typically. Like, do they have graves? Miss Baker was, like, a big deal. Yeah. So that's why she's buried at the Space Center. Yeah. The Rocket Center. I would imagine they probably cremate them. Probably. That would right. be but I don't know if they would put up, like, things. Like, remember there was, like, that famous... The famous gorilla that was at the Lincoln Park Zoo, and when they oh, go there, there's like big yeah, handprints yeah, yeah. and stuff. I don't remember his name now, yeah. but like I would almost feel like he was such a big deal. Yeah. Um, that maybe that maybe there's yeah. something like that, but I don't know actually. Yeah, so. probably not for for everyone. No, but like yeah. odds are odds of us getting to Huntsville, Alabama, small. Uh, we've never been to Alabama, but it's not yeah. somewhere that comes up a lot. Like no. we need to go visit there, but Definitely. if we do, clearly we need to go to Miss Baker's grave. I think yeah, that's obviously. that's something we need. There. Yeah. 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 Uh, wonderful. Ah. Oh well, there we go. All right. How do you, what's the outro for the In Memoriam Animals episode? How do you want to get out of this? How do you want to go? I don't know. Yeah, makes it tough. Yeah. Roll over, Liberty. That was from that episode. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's all yeah. I remember. What, do you have a favorite presidential pet? Is it Fala? Everybody likes Fala. Uh, I don't know that I have a lot of feelings about the presidential pets. Right, why would you? I mean, obviously, my favorite presidential pet is uh, Dick the Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's mocking dick. Very good. Perfect. What was the name of Johnson's dog? Because remember, we that was the one presidential pet we did run across when we did the uh, White House Weddings episode last year. That he remember his dog that he wanted to like put in the pictures. Oh. Do we have the name of that dog, or or do we just know that story? Oh, I oh I can get that though. Because he had beagles or something, right? And yes. he would like lift them up by their ears. <laughs> that was Johnson's thing. Is that true? He had several dogs. Mm. He had two beagles named... None of these names mm. are familiar. He had two beagles named him and her. Mm. He had a beagle named Edgar. Mm. He had a white collie named Blanco. Mm. Uh, Blanco. He had another beagle. Oh, I think it was this one. He had a beagle named Freckles. Was it Freckles? That could be. Uh, he had a mongrel dog named Yuki. Oh, he, it was Yuki. It was Yuki. Yeah. He was yeah. famous for singing duets. Uh, with Yuki, so yeah. they would howl together. But he was a big fan. Yeah, he loved. Yeah. He was a big fan of Yuki. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's that strikes yeah. me. Yes, he did right. have beagles, but Yuki was not a beagle. Ah. Uh, and then he had hamsters and lovebirds. I mean, honestly, like look. We can't at, cover everybody. No, no, no. Look at the Wikipedia page of the presidential. Like so many pets, just yeah, yeah. so many of them. I just wanted to loop back that we did. We did wander a little into this topic yes. once upon a time, but not to any depth. No, we were covering too many crazy weddings last. We year. were. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then you know what? Let's just get out. Okay. We did our best. You know what? We're gonna get out in the old style. Wango!
Oh, I forgot about Wango. Yeah, I looped it into the Visitors to Nova Scotia, and yeah. since then, I don't think we've used it. DJ Frankie Wango. DJ Frankie Wango. That's where it came that's from. That's where that came from. Yeah, I used to just we used to just close with Wango yes. once in a while, but that's I repurposed it for that. Yeah. All all uh, props to Scott Feta for his oh. great one line performance as DJ Frankie Wango. Mama's got the magic pickles. Mama's got the magic of pickles. Magic of pickles. Yeah, yeah that's right. Wango. Wango. Thanks, everybody. Bye. This has been It Happened One Year. Look, if you really want to support the show, start a GoFundMe and send us some cash. <laughs> We're doing our best. He's a talker. Watch this. Hey, champ, you want to play golf? Well, where's the golf club? Well, go get the golf club. Well, go get the golf club. It's about the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, go get the... All right, watch. Watch this.